Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Guys, I hope you're doing okay out there. Bit of a rough week at our house, but we just press on. You may be hearing some screeching in the background. My kids are home, but we're here we're doing the podcast, we're answering questions, and this week's question is from an anonymous user, which I love, and the question is about FaceTiming with kids. This questioner says, what can I do about offers to constantly FaceTime with the kids? My child has no interest in participating, so it usually involves me chasing him around with the phone and the person on the line yelling, look at me, hey, over here. It's clear my child doesn't want the phone shoved in his face, and this whole thing is obviously for the benefit of the other person, though they leave without having a good call and then want to call back later, compounding the problem. I've been trying to keep up with these virtual check-ins on top of photos and videos we normally send because we are really lucky to have involved grandparents, friends, and family, and I recognize that it's hard for them. I also recognize that my own patience is thin right now, and I don't have much tolerance for small annoyances. So maybe I'm overreacting. Oh, my friend Anonymous, I feel like the first thing we need to acknowledge is that we are currently in like, let's call it week six of this entire experience. And the bloom is off the rose for all of us. So I'm finding for myself that like the first week, what an opportunity. Let's Zoom with the whole family. Let's Zoom with this group who we haven't been with together for a long time. And everything had this sort of adrenaline-filled excitement about it. Like, it's okay that we can't be together. We'll Zoom. We'll FaceTime. Hooray. And I think that we need to acknowledge that, like, the drudgery and annoyingness of this entire situation is now settling on top of us. And I think that what you're expressing is a symptom of that. I have been noticing the same phenomenon to a certain degree that um, my kids are a little bit older, but even my kids who are 11, 9, and 7, they don't really want to sit and FaceTime with people. So at 6 o'clock for the family Zoom, they kind of run by in the background and like do a dance from Fortnite and run off. They're not sitting down and saying, you know, grandfather, how was your week this week? Is your health holding up okay? You know, they're just kind of making these crazy cameos in the background. And the same thing with a toddler, like they're not going to do their cutest tricks. And we all have to acknowledge that 
FaceTiming with a toddler is really not the same as being in the same room with them. A toddler is a fairly tactile sensory experience, and you don't really get a ton out of a two-year-old over FaceTime, except for you get to see them, you see how cute they are. So one thing that we've been doing is trying to manage expectations around this. We've changed from let's do a set Zoom at this time once a week, where everybody kind of has an expectation that the kids will be behaving in a certain way. And I I find that if we're having like a fun family dinner or the kids are in a particularly good mood or we all happen to be gathered around, I'll say, hey, let's get some family on the phone and we'll pull out the camera and FaceTime right then. Hey, just checking in to see how you are. Look at how cute everyone is. Okay, bye. We'll talk to you later. Shorter and kind of at peak moments versus dance monkey dance when someone is expecting like a very specific experience out of the FaceTime call. And yes, I mean, definitely not. This didn't go well. Let's try again in an hour. Like we talk about this all the time on the podcast. The worst thing you can do is set expectations around how much fun an experience is going to be that involves a child. I would say almost of any age, any child under 18, because what happens is, you know, oh, we're going to spend our life savings and we're going to take the three-year-old to Disneyland because that's going to be a great time with a three-year-old. It's not. It might very well be that the three-year-old cries the entire time because they're scared of Mickey Mouse. You just don't know. And so that's a good thing to keep in mind with FaceTimes too. You really don't know what you're going to get. And from there, I have to go to my favorite point that I make all the time on the podcast, which is now you set some boundaries around this. You maybe figure out ways for it to operate a little bit better. You maybe do it at ideal times. And then I ask you, you anonymous and you, everyone you, to operate now from your place of maximum generosity, your in-laws, your parents, your friends, your cousins, your neighbors, whoever it might be, they're missing your kids and they are lonely and they are also stressed. And we keep saying this in the podcast, a lot of experiences, it's like a loss, a death, um, something going wrong in your life. It's only happening to you. This is happening to everybody. So these people in your lives, your relatives may find comfort in the experience of screaming at your toddler through a phone. And even though you may be thinking in your mind, this is an insane thing to be doing, like just screaming at this child through FaceTime, it may be that that gives them some comfort. So while you set boundaries, we're like, okay, we're not going to do this 12 times a day until you get the experience that you're looking for. Try to operate from your place of maximum generosity in terms of saying, oh, so great. You called. Let me bring the phone over. Oh, I know he's busy, but look at how cute he is. Oh, he does hear you. I can see him smiling, but you will get more out of saying one time briefly, like this is a great experience and it's going great rather than trying to hold it at bay and being like, oh, this is actually not going well. And look, he's not interested and and you're kind of annoying me for calling. I would just lean into the experience and try to make it good for that person within your boundaries. And then you can both get out of the experience. I would say these shorter bursts are the better way to go. And just from my own experience, we've let go of the experience of like FaceTime is my children sitting there and behaving well and talking. And FaceTime really is like, if you want to experience my kids right now, it's them dancing by doing Fortnite dances in the background. That may not be your idea of the best version of my kid, but that's kind of all they have to offer at this time. And if you really want them to sit down in like a suit and tie and be like, well, how was your week? We might be able to somehow prod them into that experience, but it's really not going to go well. So Anonymous, I'm team you on this one. Keep keep your ground. Don't sweat it that much. And um, 
whenever the kids are acting cute, you know, grab the phone and call. People are home, but otherwise don't worry. They're not circus performers. They're toddlers. So I think what they're doing sounds perfectly reasonable to me. If you guys have a question for myself or Amy, you can submit them to questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us, 